Studio applause. Welcome back to a brand new episode. <laughs> it's your favorite podcast with your boys, the Mings, on the Takeaway Table podcast. Just for everyone who's listening, uh, you guys might hear the applause. But on this table, only me you can hear any of the sound effects that's going on. So we are really in the dark. Like This brings a whole new meaning to In Your Own World. Cricket sounds. <laughs> I love it. He has to narrate the sounds that he's doing. I have to. So it's we know what's guys, going on. Yeah, you guys won't know. What's happening? Anyway, yeah, oh speaking about God. what's happening, we've got the most happening people in the office with us today at okay. the table. Okay. We have the elusive, very um, exclusive, slightly mysterious... Raj Mahal. Raj Mahal with us at the table <laughs> okay, once again. So, like, why am I mysterious and elusive? Like, what's the... Look, Don't, why are you looking at me? He's the one who gave you the objective. Okay, okay. Uh, I don't know whether <laughs> mysterious and elusive is a good thing. You know, it might be misinterpreted as. Okay, but if, I'll take it. It's good if your intention okay, you know is what, good. You know what? Yeah, yeah, okay. I'm going to give you three words to describe yourself. <laughs> okay. Mysterious, elusive, and exclusive. <laughs> How about that? How about that? Let's go I with that. I swear you were going to say. <laughs> Um, savage. I'm yeah. a savage. <laughs> and then you also classy, bougie, <laughs> Yeah. Okay. okay well, that's four. enough for Only this morning. Three, yeah. Let's go. Um, but also introducing to the table a very new voice and face, someone that we've known for many years now. Huh? Many years. Yes. So why you gotta say that? <laughs> anyway, we have with us Sophia Chong. Sophia. So everyone knows Raj. We won't go into detail with Raj. I mean, Raj, freaking. He was on the podcast last week, you know. Yeah. Right, just coffee. And I'm a the... savage. Okay. okay. <laughs> Sorry, I can't stop. That's Enough. crazy. Enough. You, Enough. you yes. fool. What are you drinking? Coffee. I see. Um, Sophia recently joined us. Uh, when I say us, blank slate, which is you know part of the core conglomeracy. Mm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what these guys are on this, this morning. It's not I a word, by the way. It sounds real, right? Turn out the studio and they are like on crack or something. Um, you know? But Soph recently so, joined us last month. Uh, right. But we've known Soph for like yonks, man. Okay. Uh, and, and Soph has been, you know, this voice of reason in really? our lives. Really? Mm, we'll get there. We'll find out. We'll find <laughs> out. Uh, but today at the table, we, we handpick these panelists for a very specific reason. Um, four of us today at the table, <laughs> we've, we've all gone Forcefully through this. Pushed. Yeah. I was like thinking they were sitting at the same table as Hand, us earlier. Specially handcrafted, these panelists. I see. Some of them. What Some are you drinking? <laughs> um, today, we're talking about uh, what happens when you jump into a world of hurt. So you're wait, on wait. the receiving end or the giving end. When you jump into a world of hurt. Mm. So this is a voluntary move. It's more like pushed. You are sometimes pushed, there we pushed go. There we go. Into a world of hurt. So a bit of back, uh, background story to how we got to this topic today. Vivian, our producer, hurt was us. actually um, oh, right, right. actually actually had a couple of topics for us to, to speak about. Okay. And uh, and and when 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 she said, sorry, let me give you context. I said we need a third or fourth guest on today's podcast. Okay. I looked at Raj and said, Raj, you're on the podcast today. Raj said, no, no, I'm not. I've got work to do. I was already on last week. <laughs> All right. So Raj said, no, no, I, I can't. Very, very seriously, he looked at me and said, I have no time for this. Okay. That's slightly funny. hurt. Slightly hurt. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, man. But I'm just going to, I'm, I'm just going to continue. Um, okay. I looked okay. at Vivian and Vivian said, here are some topics that we can uh, potentially talk about. She gave one topic which we'll talk about in the future podcast. But then the second one that she gave was dealing with hurt and how oh. you hurt people and how people have hurt you. Immediately, at the snap of a finger, Raj looks at me, I can talk about that. Oh, okay. Vivian said, no Raj, no take backs. With, with so much of joy, I said, I can talk about that. Like, it's so it's so paradoxical. And, and you know, it. on the opposite end of the table, Sophia was just there, what are you talking about my life, you know? 
Oh, I'm hurt okay. right now. <laughs> I'm hurt okay. right now. Um, but today we're jumping into a very. Um, it's a topic that we don't. No, people don't really want to talk about. Oh boy! Right? Because you know, being hurt and dealing hurt is not. It's not the most joyous thing that can happen to you. Yeah. So have you been hurt before? To a certain extent, yeah, I would say. Oh. Okay. And do you think that extent is more or less than the hurt that you've given others? What's the net income, net output and input the, of hurt? The profit and loss. The ratio. Hurt. Yeah, the ratio. Like 16 to 9. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> 16 to 9. What does that add to? 25? 5, 3, 2, 10, 4. 10 PP. 1 PP. <laughs> About that. You guys, you guys all have an issue. Yeah. Um, no, but, but we're all coming to the table with different places, from different places, uh, different um, experiences with dealing hurt and receiving hurt. Mm, Some more right. fresh than others. Mm. <laughs> what, what, what kind of hurt are we talking about? Like physical hurt, emotional, mental, sexual, Ooh. spiritual. Went there. <laughs> <laughs> you got to reach for the gonads. So, you know? so when, you, when you think of the word hurt, yeah. which one comes to mind? Mm. Probably more related to relationship or right. friendship. Yeah, yeah. There so it's, it's always like emotional, Maybe mental. Maybe verbal. There emotional. Yeah. I don't know about the physical. I won't go there. there oh. <laughs> Sean, what's happening? <laughs> <laughs> okay, but we are moving on into uh, this whole thing of hurt people, hurt people, right? Have you all heard about this, you know? Yep. yep have I you have. heard about this, right? And, hurt and the, people, hurt people. That's yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah. I hate this, hurt hurt this quote of the day of all these girls, then, you know, they pose in a bikini and then like hurt people, hurt people. And that's just hurtful for the eyes. Uh, but it's what? a it's a it's the golden trifecta of hurt. Emotional hurt, relationship hurt, friend, friend, family, family. I lost my trifecta. Sorry. But basically it's interpersonal <laughs> <What>? hurt. <laughs> you know, he puts that's, out great concepts yeah. that never follows through. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the concept of hurt. You know? I, I, I really like the friend, friend, family, family. Friend, one. friend, that's family, good. family. <laughs> then there's friend, family, family, friend. <laughs> And then there's stranger, stranger. For everyone who is complete, I'm not sure at this point. Um, okay, we, so I guess we, I guess the the most common form of hurt that people think about the minute you say, "Have you been hurt?" is relationships, mm. right? Like that's the first thing your mind goes to, right? Uh, why is it such a big deal? Uh, you know, when when, when about this relationship hurt? Okay, you know yeah. what? Okay, to to prove that point, and yeah. unfortunately, since you already said that, let's okay, quickly let's let's quickly do an exercise, right? Yeah, right? When you think of the last time you were hurt, what right. was the context that it was in? So Minghan, you want to start first? Oh, I can't. My baby just went to hospital. That okay. was really hurtful. So yeah. so that was hurtful be- yeah, yeah. because it was scary as shit. So it's emotional hurt. Emotional right? hurt. Yeah. Uh, and you were life changing hurt. Scared. Nurses nurses hurt. Nurses Needles hurt. hurt. Mm. Uh, surgeons. Oh yeah. No, no. That <laughs> was like baby. indirect pseudo hurt. So like when, when Haley was getting needles, I felt it in my arm. Like pseudo hurt. You know, okay, because thing. you love yeah. her so much. Then no, you... I hate needles. Okay. But I love her too. Mm. But, but, but you but, felt but, her pain. That's what yes, you're trying yes, to say. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Right. Yes. <laughs> when we think about the last time you were hurt or oh, you dear. received or gave out hurt, I already know to... this answer, but what context was it? Mm. Yeah, you know, it, it definitely is in terms of relationships as well, but not just romantic relationships, right. but relationships in general. Yeah. Right, I think right. I have been, I don't know whether blessed is the right word, but I, I've been hurt a lot recently in, in many different recently? aspects. Why are you smiling <laughs> when you, you say no, no, that? No, no. Like, okay, it's okay, weird, no. bro. No, I'm smiling because I guess maybe it's kind of interesting to see how the 19-year-old or the 20-year-old Raj deals with hurt yep, yep. Mm. and then how I'm dealing with it now. Okay. You know, mm. so, uh, well, to put things into context a bit, I recently got out of a four-year relationship. Oh, okay. dang. 
okay. um, which was very, very unexpected because I didn't know that it was supposed to turn out like this. You know what they say? Oh, what would they say? Third year's the charm, fourth year's the harm. I've never heard that before. But <laughs> Me too. I'll, I literally I'll, just I'll heard keep that. that in mind. Just heard that. Um, and, you know, I guess I don't want to delve too much into this right now. Right. But I can say that I've only ever been in two relationships in my whole life. Right. And when I broke up with my first girlfriend, when okay. our relationship ended, okay. the way I dealt with it was so severe, so mm. immature, very, very childish. I was very angry at the fact that she broke up with me oh. out of the blue. I started talking shit about her. I'm sorry, I don't know if I can say like that word oh, on okay. the podcast, but please can, censor it what, out. What shit? Yeah, yeah shit. That, <laughs> is that really fine? Can. can we say shit? Yeah, can, can, can we, we say can. shit? Oh, shit. We can? Okay, cool. So, <laughs> we okay. said it four times. I dealt with it really, really badly in a right. very immature manner. I was talking shit about her on Twitter. Twitter? On Twitter. Twitter. On Twitter. Let me hit that. Oh, not Twitter. That's the... <laughs> like, that's that's Twitter. the... <laughs> for different, yeah. Anyways. Okay. Um, yeah, I was very angry at her. Um, you know, just like super childish. Like, and I think I caused a lot of unnecessary hurt to my partner back then as well. Because you were hurt, you hurt in return. You know? It's a very common response. We'll talk about that later. Hurt people, mm. hurt people. Hurt people, right? hurt people, hurt. Um, but compared to this relationship that just ended, I guess it came from a point of understanding that this is not what my partner wanted at this point of time. Um, and, you know, she needed time and space to discover what she wanted with right. her life. So right. it came from a point of understanding instead of a place of like, oh, you don't love me anymore. You ended things because, uh, you know, like you're not interested in me anymore. Okay. Like, yeah, you have to understand that to a certain extent, again, hurt people hurt people. Yes, yes, yes. And yep, yep, they yep, might be it. going through a certain turmoil in their life in <clears throat> which a relationship is not helping them. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's great, dude. I'm so, mm. I mean, thank you for being honest and transparent with that one. Yep. Um, but it's also Sophia's turn to answer now. Sophia, when it comes to hurt, <laughs> what do you... <laughs> What context? <laughs> you can continue later. Yeah, we'll, we'll, talk, we'll talk about your feelings. Oh God, okay. What was the last time uh, you felt or... Yeah, you felt hurt. Whether it's receiving or giving hurt. What was the context of it? Uh, Similar to Raj, but not like... Uh, you no, know, no breakups, yeah? Yeah, no breakups. So if you're still, married, by the way. Still married. Yeah. Happy married. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Natasha didn't know that. Congrats. <laughs> so, congrats. I don't know. Okay. Oh, congratulations for knowing. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah. Probably relationship, friendship. I would say. You want to drop some names or? No. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. Shucks. But I guess it's it's the common like, uh, taking advantage of or like not being considerate yeah. in like. I'm sure Lynette doesn't mean that. The way things that. are... What? Wow. <laughs> no, just kidding. I'm sorry, Lynette. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> no, but like, yeah, it's so... It's it's saying yeah. hurtful things. It's disregarding like certain feelings. But the thing with me is that I'm quite a confrontational person. So I, I can't really hold it in that long. Yeah. I didn't know that. I don't like, okay. like, like simmering and like making it toxic. So okay. I'll yeah, usually yeah, yeah. opt to, okay, yeah, if yeah. I don't feel a certain way, I'll talk to you about it. You gotta suck the poison out. So, yeah. so okay. Like, oh. Right then. Mm. So, <laughs> so with Minghan, it was Love a, it. Uh, it was hurt because a loved one was hurt. Yes, yes. Raj, it was a direct emotional A loved sort one of hurt, a, hurt. A di- I mean, yeah. romantic relationship, mm. yeah. um, which didn't work out. For you, it was a friendship relationship. Um, for me, I think the last time I was hurt was actually, this is I think something sometimes we forget it's from our own actions and 
sort of like expectations. So self-hurt. 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 Not self-harm. This is a completely different thing. We yeah. should talk about it later. That was a um, good, good nib right there. Right? Um, but I'm talking about, you know, sometimes when you do things to people and then when you reflect and then you realize, oh my goodness, I can't believe I did this. And right, it, right. it really, sometimes when you dwell on it, it, it eats you up inside. And these are the sort of things that like keep you up at night. Um, oh. and, and yeah, so that's, it's great that we all just kind of shared like the spectrum of how we can be hurt and also deal hurt to others. I mean, I mean given there are tons more hurt that we're not going to underplay, Definitely. okay? If you guys are hurting in your own way, not to say that your hurt is unreal yeah. or, or not, not thing. These are just like the general hurts that, you know, people are very used to. Relationships, uh, individual, self-hurt, self-hurt, dang, not self-harm. Self-hurt, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's basically the whole concept of uh, misunderstanding what another person is doing, misunderstanding what you are doing to that person or misunderstanding what you are doing to yourself. And then that's where the hurt comes. Yeah, basically so, that. So yeah. we're not going to dive too much into why people hurt, which you know okay. is a human thing. Yeah, okay. Um, that's not for us to kind of jump into. So what's the world that we're jumping into today? We're jumping into how to deal. <laughs> how to deal with hurt and when you hurt others. And right, I, I, right. I, I want to maybe if we can, to kind of maybe set the stage and say oh. that we don't want to focus too much on how we deal with hurt because right, I, as right. much as that's important, I think sometimes we are so entitled to play the victim card right, that we right. don't realize that we in turn out of our hurt or even in the situation have hurt others, right, which I right. feel is something that it needs to be talked about, right? Right, but you, yeah. it's like two hands to clap and if you are hurt, there's a chance that you will either hurt that person or have already hurt that person. Yeah, but yeah. So that's what we should talk about. Even today. the victim card is a symptom of hurt. Yeah. Uh, it's, it plays right into the insecurity mm. factor, which is a like, huge, huge deal. But maybe to draw a metaphor, like how you can go about assessing hurt, right? Is uh, you take it a very in a very straight up way if you have a cut, you use a plaster. If you have internal bleeding, you go with surgery, <laughs> right? That's basically hurt, physical hurt. And a very, I mean, uh, and when it comes to dealing with it, that's the first thing you need to do. Uh, you need to do your work and in identifying, okay, what kind of hurt is this? Is this a skin deep hurt? Or is this like my internal guts are bleeding hurt? Yeah. Because if you try, if you try to deal with a ruptured appendix with a band-aid, yeah. you're gonna die. You're gonna die. And if you open up surgery just for a, a scratch, uh, that's also causing hurt. You know, you that that's unnecessary. Uh, unnecessary hurt. Like that's yeah. what uh, untrained psychologists or counselors do. So yeah, I mean, uh, when it comes to dealing with hurt, I think a lot of people try to skip right away to like let's please make it feel better. Yeah. Please make it feel yeah. better. And, and that comes in a mirror of like uh, people jumping from relationship to relationship. Yeah. Uh, people uh, surrounding themselves with yes people instead yes. of people who say no all the time. Yeah. People who jump from friend groups to friend groups. I'm just calling out people that I know physical examples of. <laughs> Call but, names out so. Yeah, sure. So first of them, one of them is no, I can't do that. Uh, but yeah, we we the first thing you should do when you're hurt is not to immediately look for the for the comfort, right? Mm. You you I mean that's human thing to do. But a very important step in dealing with hurt is identifying the hurt. Mm. And, and most of the time, in that first few, in the first stage of that hurt, you have no idea what it is because it's mm. too raw. Uh, emotions are everywhere. You can't think straight. And all you want to do is, Raj, what do you want to do? <laughs> when the first time, when, when, it's, when it's, it just happened. It's, it's always fight or flight, right? Like oh, dang. with, with uh, hurt. Because mm. I mean, so for you mentioned just now that you're a bit more confrontational. Yeah. So mm. you're the fight. Mm. <laughs> you like you want to get to the bottom of this. What's going on? Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, and Raj, which one are you? I I honestly swing between both ends <laughs> very very rapidly. I don't know. 
I hope I'm not like generalizing, uh. but I've noticed between my male friends, yeah. when it comes to a romantic relationship, yeah. the first one, two, three weeks, we are just like, I do not understand why this is happening. Yeah, right. So, you know, we really just swing from the fight and the flight, like getting very angry and then just want to be alone in a corner yes, kind of correct, thing. Correct. But the first thing that I did personally was to accept the pain, mm. to feel it and not make it want to go away. Yeah. Because I understand that pain is a very, very real human emotion. Yeah. Mm. And there is something to learn in pain. Wow. Mm. So I accepted that. I did not, did not want to suppress it because in my previous relationship, I suppressed it for so long yeah. and that just delayed the healing yeah. immensely. Yeah. And mm. the second thing, um, and I think a lot of people might be able to relate to this, is that when people hurt us, the first instinct is to always blame ourselves for it. Mm. We always say, people hurt us, maybe there's something wrong with me. Yeah, but you see, that's, that's maybe how you do it. Mm, a lot of people, yeah. if... I mean, then there's the other side of the coin. If someone mm. hurts you, uh, the normal reaction is, yo, dude, you're messed up. Yep, yep, yep. I didn't do anything to deserve this. You messed up. Definitely. You messed up. I so think there's, there's the coin, two right? sides of the yeah. coin. Um, yeah. Sometimes when people are treated unfairly, mm. and I've noticed this quite often, they'll say, I'm treated unfairly because I deserve to be treated that way. Right. Or there's something wrong that I've done. Yeah, Therefore, right, right, whatever right. they're doing to me is my fault. So that's a great part to put it up because you have a more inward uh, blaming reflection. mechanism, right? Yep. Reflection is a great way to put it. Mm. The negative way to put it is you self-blame, right? Safira is more of a how do you <laughs> fighter. She's let, let's go a fighter. Yeah, I mean, but because we need we need all sides of the the story, right? Like, yeah. uh, so Safira, how do you deal like your first reactions to hurt? Well, I would actually agree with Raj. Mm. Like having that moment of reflection is still important. Mm. Like the first thing, mm. because I feel like you have to be okay with being hurt like being hurt is okay mm. and it's something that you have to go through anyway mm. uh if not if you're trying to just treat it with different things it's like you mentioned you know you 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 go into other solutions that might be very temporary yeah. mm. of the moment but it's not really for you yeah yeah um so i would yeah i would definitely prefer to have a moment of reflection first mm. but then there's the thing where if i'm not feeling right or I feel like, okay, maybe the person needs to know regardless whether it's his fault or my fault. Mm -mm. So that there's that like closure. Yes. yes. And then you can, can move on from it. Like it's up mm. to the person how it goes on from there. Right. You might end up being friends, you might not. Mm. But rather than just dropping it, because I faced that before, like, uh, and I have no idea why like a friend just fell out. <laughs> right. And right. I don't know if she did something, I did something. It's probably but I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. not gonna say anything. <laughs> okay. But no okay. conversation, no yeah, yeah. no yeah. Then yeah. I mean you where do you fall between these two <clears throat> areas? I think, so I think um depending it's always context yeah driven, right? Um if it's if it's hurt that you receive in regards to someone else it's always easier to flare up. You always want to protect and defend somebody that you care about, right? So that's mm. why the fight the fight response is very strong when the hurt is not direct hurt, when it's uh, associated hurt to friends, family, someone you care about. Um, but when it's when it comes to your direct self, right? Mm. I think maybe if, if you're not confrontational, even if even if you're like so, sometimes you still need to take a step back and be like, whoa, what's happening? Why am I in this position? Mm. Um, and and then like of course there's gonna be you you run through like so many different phases right the self blame then it's the blame on the other person 
and then you try to rationalize why this is happening and then you get angry because like this shouldn't be the way it is uh you go into acceptance and then you apologize and then you want you want some sort of like a resolution that both sides are happy and to be to be fair sometimes yes situations are where you can have both a mutual resolution and everything goes back to normal but a lot of times that never happens right and that's when residual hurt escalates and snowflakes into generational hurt mm. well I'm just throwing out terms right here yeah I'm but, trying to follow it right no, now but, but, okay. but then then that hurt becomes something that you keep inside and and yeah you do have scars from like your fights and everything but then if it's like if it's still there and it still hurts you until today there's something in that mm. one that you've not gotten past right yeah so actually that that's quite interesting being here because this mm. reminds me of something that we heard during a course recently that we yep. took um, where our instructor said people believe that time heals pain, that time will heal all damage internally in our heart right. or in our mind. Right. What do you guys think about that statement? That's untrue. Uh, straight off the fact, uh, it's, it's almost saying that, you know, if you have a horribly broken bone, like your your bone is sticking out your skin. We've got to talk mean, about princess after this. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I, mean, I mean emotionally. Yeah, yeah. So that's, always, yeah that's, that's always the metaphor. Like, yeah. I, I, because like the, the simple way to put it is... Uh, if time really does heal everything, uh, you need to know that you also have the proper, you need to take the proper steps to help time help you. Yeah. Because if your bone is broken, it's sticking out your skin and you just said, don't worry, after a while, I'm sure I'll be fine. Um, your bone marrow is bleeding into your blood and after time, you kind of poison your own body more. You might need to chop your leg off. It's getting very graphic. Yeah. <laughs> Slightly. So, so yeah, Slightly. but because you know, the, it, it helps. It helps, you know. Mm. People can't visualize this thing until it happens to your own body. So, to talk about that. Yeah. Sophia has the perfect story and really? example of why, like, time, <laughs> of why time is actually not the only factor to heal a situation yeah. or something. I feel like it's a blanket statement. People like to believe, yeah. well, just let it pass. Just yeah. let it oh, pass. Time, time heals all wounds. Mm. No, it doesn't. Time doesn't heal cancer, idiot. Effort. Oh. Like, that's, that's not <laughs> the case. I was going to say, yeah, effort yeah. heals. Yeah. Effort and time, not just so, time. So, okay. so Sophira has a three-legged dog. I'm oh. just going to start and end with that. Where? Sophira, take it away. I, I Yeah, <laughs> I do. Yes. She's, <laughs> she's not hurting anymore. Anymore. But right. she, she's still alive. She's still alive. She's still yeah. alive. yeah, when you say that, yeah. it's like they've like gone, you, let, you know. You let the dog go. <laughs> they've left the physical plane. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she's very much alive. Thank okay. you. Thank you. She, uh, a car hit her about a couple of years ago. Right. In Chiras or something. So the car hit her and drove off. And she was on the road. Her front leg and her back legs were broken. Mm. She couldn't move <sighs> anywhere. Mm. Nobody really came out to help. There was this one like motorcyclist, but he was Malay, so he was a bit like you jumping around, do, don't yeah. know, don't know right, what to do. Right. Uh, so we got out of the car, we took her straight to the hospital, and they said, "Oh, she needs to get surgery immediately." Right. Went through the surgery, um, yeah, and and now she's okay. Now like she's her okay. back leg is fine. Right. Her front leg is is didn't grow properly into the joint, so it's like quite loose. Yeah. The yeah. point of this story is, sorry, in case you're I have like, a dog. yeah, <laughs> the point is she has a dog. No, the point of this story is that because uh, there, I mean, Sophia made a point earlier on before the podcast that that the only way for the dog to have her front leg properly grow back into the joint was if the dog did not move the front leg for three months. Yeah. And that's impossible because it's a like it's a, it's a don't, don't talk about humans. Uh. Humans are so really itchy, right? 
Dogs, right? Yeah, of course, they're not going to follow like yeah, and, yeah. and listen to your I treatment. I mean, when you break right? your arm, your doctor isn't going to like, you know, just leave it be. Maybe you'll yeah. heal. Yeah. So you got to set it back. You got to bandage it up. You know, you got to set the stage for yes. healing correct. to happen properly. You need properly. to correct things for time to heal things. Dang, just dropping the truth bombs. Shit, man. This is <laughs> heavy. Y'all better write some notes in your car, man. Crazy. Hey, I'm going to say that one more time, right? You need to set the stage for time. To heal you. Church. Oh no. my goodness. Can we get the keys back on? Sorry, that's just an inside <laughs> joke for my friends. Okay. Okay. So, okay. so okay. that being said, I think oh back Lord. to what Raj said, like time, like I, I don't think yeah. that statement yeah. is is all encompassing. Yeah. Like in some situations, yeah, time does heal wounds, but yeah, it doesn't yeah. heal all wounds. Yeah. And sometimes it's not also the healthiest way in in how you let time take its Yeah, because take its time place, can right? make hurt. Faster. That's true. And then you get emotional gangrene, oh. which is bitterness. Oh. That's that's a good one. Emotional Damn, gangrene. Emotional emotional gangrene. gangrene. No, because so familiar with that one. Every, you familiar with gangrene? No. Okay. So like so for just for your guys, no, gangrene leads to you having to amputate parts of your body yeah. off, right? For real, emotional gangrene is the next stage of emotional numbness. You numb it out, then you slowly lose bits and bits of what your natural emotions work. Okay, so let's put that into context, right? Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about relationships. So Raj, okay. coming out of a uh, of the, a relationship, the, 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 right? the first one, right? Uh, okay, yeah, the first one, or the, I the, mean, the yeah. current one, right? Mm. Depending on how you deal with the hurt you receive now will very well affect the way you have relationships in the future. Yep. Right? Do you agree with that one? Yep. So mm, for example, mm. like, like what you said when you were 18, 19 years old, when you broke up at that time, what was, okay, we don't have to jump into like super details, mm. but what were some of the things that you feel at now, like at this point were unhealthy uh, in how you dealt with that pain? A couple of things. When I was 19, 20, there was a lot of external lashing out, external mm. anger. <laughs> exactly like that, but exactly. on Twitter. <laughs> Right? Oh. Um, I was lashing Am out. Am I familiar with that platform? <laughs> <laughs> you want to plug your Twitter? No, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, there was a lot of blaming other people and not taking a step back, trying to understand and empathize with them to why they made that decision. Right. I could not accept the fact that I was not a good partner in that relationship right. and I okay. do had my shortcomings. Right, right, right. Comparing that to my recent relationship that ended, I can understand what went right, what went wrong. And right. this was just the acceptance that we were both looking for different things yeah, at right. this point of our lives. Yeah. So can I be truly angry at someone if they need to figure out their life? You, yeah. mm. you, you can't. can't. That's yeah. being angry at being human. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So figure out what do you think uh, in, 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 I guess maybe because it's a very relatable issue, right? Uh, when you come out from a relationship, when you are hurt, when mm -hmm. you are on the receiving end, of course, you know, you probably have hurt others as well. But when you come out and you feel like you're so hurt and you, what happens when you don't deal with that hurt? When you jump straight into the next one and you'll be like, oh, I'm just, uh, you know, not me. Well, jumping on both your analogies, it's pretty much the same as having a, a bruise mm -hmm. or a scratch and continually scratching at it. Oh my goodness. Like, it doesn't heal ever. Ever. And it's bound to come to a point where you just ha you have to face it. If not, you're just like going through this spiral and you never get better as well. Yeah. Like yeah. you never improve yourself in a way. Yeah. Because you just don't want to face it and be like, okay, that's my problem. I have to take it on. Yeah. I yeah. think having the courage to, 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 do, to, to, to face the hurt head on is something that it really changes who you are as a person. Because I, if mm. you think about every 
experience you've ever had in life. There's always a learning. And I think when it comes to hurts, there's always more learnings that you can take out of it. So for example, right, Raj, you realize that from your previous, I mean, this current situation that you are hurt, you realize that um, there are things that you can and cannot be angry at. Like things out of your control, of course, like don't waste your emotional energy on being angry at something you cannot change. Like how the other person feels or how the other person is navigating their life. Like that's, those are things we cannot handle, right? And mm. would it be a waste of our own emotional energy to be angry about it. I think it is. I mean, of course, you know, there is time to grieve, there's time to be angry, but then how long is too long for that to consume you? Do you have any thoughts on that one? I think that's the best guideline for the first stage of uh, healing from hurt is uh, the hardest thing to deal with is you need to heal your your side of the deal. Mm. Because no matter what you do, right, you cannot expect that person who hurt you, quote unquote, uh, to make up for it. Because more often than not, they don't even know what they've done to you. Yeah. Yeah. They don't, and, and worse still, they feel that they did what was right. Mm. Or hurting you was the right thing to do. You know, there's all kinds of the spectrum here. And the biggest lesson that maybe I personally learned as well is you control what you can control and don't try to control what you can't. Simple as that. It's called, I mean, the technical terms of it is called the internal locus of control and the external locus. You can't control the way the world treats you but you can control the way you treat the world. Mm. As simple as that. And the worst expectation you can have is, I want that person to say sorry to me. If mm. not, I'm not going to heal from this hurt. Yeah. Mm. Uh, and that's a very, very horrible thing to say because that just makes it seem as if you are unable to heal unless that happens, which is not under your control. And that's crazy because, uh, I mean, this is also another concept. Uh, forgiveness comes from you. Right. Yeah. You don't need the other person to be sorry to forgive. Yeah. You just need to forgive, and yeah. that is it. And that that deals with a lot yeah. of the hurt, yeah. and and most of the time, when like for Raja's situation, when you have grown up, when you have matured a little bit, you start to see things that you can change on your own end first. Yeah. And that helps with the hurt because the really mature thing to do is, shucks. I guess that person was feeling that way. Yeah. I guess she or he was in a situation that they couldn't control. Mm. That's why they did that to me. Yeah. But I'm in a place that I can control. Yeah. So you know what? I forgive you. You're cool. I got I to gotta do my healing. But hey, if you want to stay where you are right now, that's on you. Uh, and then that, that gives a lot of power to your healing process because you don't have to depend on someone to get healed. Yeah, um, I, like that's a I mean, point. I'm not going to go into the spiritual realm of things, but I think just as an individual human being, to be able to build, uh, I know people saying building walls is bad, but you need to build that containment center to, to start healing you know, what has been hurt uh, from other people. Because the worst thing that can happen is uh, when you start to blame other people for your hurt, uh, the other side of it is, yes, bitterness, number one, uh, insecurity start to fester. Yeah. And yeah. you have you you can you potentially start to develop a complex where you ultimately say, I didn't do anything wrong. Yeah. And that is so dangerous because that's where the whole hurt people, hurt people factor starts. Yeah. When you believe you do nothing wrong, you believe everyone else can do some this something wrong. And that's where you become part of the problem. That's local man. So local, yeah, man. There, there's all the dynamics of hurt. So, so yeah. What do you so let let's switch up the conversation because you know we've been talking about the receiving end of hurt okay. right let's let's, let's what's quickly what's jump next? over to what about the times when you hurt people again this is a bit of a Absolutely. tricky one because you don't know 
all the times when your words yeah. or actions may have hurt somebody, right? But when it does come to your attention, when let's say again, in the context of friendships, uh, human relations, right? When you have done something to upset your your friend or even a, uh, a partner, right? How, what do we do? Because I think everyone only knows how to deal when we are the victim, right? Yeah. How do you deal when you are the one dishing out the hurt? Mm-mm. I guess mm. in a... Like in my marriage, for example, mm. I am definitely the more stubborn one. Nice. I would say. Mm. Would have, okay. would have been able to tell. <laughs> and so I see. in the heat of the moment, <laughs> even if I realize I'm wrong, it's just like, no, I'm I can't not backing say up. it for now. Yeah. But it's also having to deal with, so you come away from it and you do have that space, which I would say is important. Like don't rush the, the yes. process. Yeah, yeah. But like if you do need to take time, take that time at least going back to the whole reflection thing and realizing, okay, what I've said is not right or it's hurtful. And then at the mm. end of the day, pushing yourself to be the one to say like, okay, this was wrong. Yeah. Or like, I'm sorry. But you have, it, it does take a lot of effort because you do have to it's, it's a lot of ego punch and yourself yeah, in the you gut gotta, and be like, stop. Correct, correct. Yeah. That's really difficult, man. Shucks. Um, shuck. Raj, what do you think about that one? Um, as a child when I hurt people or I do something wrong to people, it's their fault for being angry. It's their fault for not being able to have the emotional resilience to wow. not be offended with what I said. Wow, that's, that's so right? amazing. That's the mindset. That's, that's the mindset. Um, but now looking back, obviously, that is uh, that's crazy. May, maybe not such a good thing to a do. Bit psychotic, uh, a bit psychotic. A bit like, if yeah. you think about it. Just, yeah. um, but I was actually having a conversation with, with Caleb recently, who's behind the camera. And, yeah. Shout and out to Caleb. Shout out to Caleb. And he told me something that resonated very deeply within me mm. and made me think a lot. He said, when we hurt people, we have to take the responsibility of making it right. We have to do our part in trying to mend the situation and trying to patch things up. However they respond is up to them. Yes, correct. However they want to heal is up to them. But we have to do our part in making amends. And I think that is something so, so powerful as an adult, as a grown-up. And I'm sure most of the people listening here, you guys are transitioning to a new stage of life. Part of being an adult is to take responsibility. Wow. Absolutely. Come on. Mm. And I think the flip side goes, the the flip side definitely (laughs) goes as well for your choice to forgive the hurter. Right? You have to take the first step to say, uh, it's okay. I'm past that hurt. I want to get better. So you do you. So both sides of this initiation, right? Only works for the better when you take responsibility for being hurt or you take responsibility f- for hurting someone. Yeah. Uh, wow. Yeah, that is, uh, that, is, hey, that is some powerful stuff right there because nobody does this. Just saying, we, we talk about it like it's as if like it's clear as day, uh, but no one really takes, uh, takes the real steps to do it because yeah. I think it's, it's easier said than done Practic- most of the I time. I think for everyone right now, when you're listening to this, I'm sure you have been in a recent situation, whether it's with um, a friend, a, a sibling, a, a parent right um or a co-worker and and you've had a i guess a conflict and you walk away from that and sometimes i think sometimes again people people kind of fall back on the time will heal everything and then you wait like a day or right. two 24 hours 48 hours a week and right, then you right. just see that person and you talk about like life as if nothing happened mm-hmm. and that's the usual way i don't know about maybe asian right, culture right, that's right. that's how we deal with it right we fight with our family 
And then after that, we don't say sorry. We just like, next day, hey, you want to eat rice or not? Like, it's, it, we just brush it under the right, rug. Right. Um, and yeah, I mean, it, it may work for some people, but I think maybe being a generation that's more in tune with our feelings, right? It falls to us to be more responsible, again, as, as an adult, right? To take on that responsibility of, of being accountable with with the things that we've said and done. Mm. So I think uh, what, what Soph said just now about how uh, you know you can argue with somebody um, and of course, you know, you definitely need that time away to breathe and think about what you just said and done. And usually it's in those moments of quiet that it hits you that, you know what, maybe I maybe what I said didn't really make sense or maybe that person has a point. Um, you know, it, it's it, you always hear, think about how the other person is thinking about, put yourself in their shoes, right? And maybe your concept of what is right is also their concept is what is of, of what is right. And, and, oh. and it's, it's not fair to justify it and say that you have it wrong. I, I'm correct, you know, because if that's the case, then then everyone's wrong. Lah. All right. Um, mm. So let's talk about practical steps. Oy. What can we do uh, when it comes to initiating the apology? I mean, let's, let's take some practical steps or like what you guys have done. Mm. Uh, not right away. Obviously, right away is off the table because right away is more of the reactionary phase. Mm. Yeah. Uh what has helped? I mean, Raj might be still going through some of the steps. Just saying, what is a good step to take uh, where you guys are uh, in dealing with her? I feel like as people might not agree with me on this one because they feel like maybe face-to-face apologies are more sincere, which is which I agree as well. But I've I realized that when it comes to matters of the heart, um, writing things down is actually a very very effective way to communicate because. When you're talking to somebody, right, and al- although you have that sort of connection when you speak and you have FaceTime, right, the words that you, I mean, the things that you feel sometimes are just not articulated properly. Um, and then people, you know, maybe if they're judgy or if, they, if they're still like kind of festering in that hurt, they may see your lack of um, proficiency in expressing yourself as a weakness. Mm-hmm. And so I feel that maybe um, it is good to, to meet face-to-face and speak verbally, but I, I know that people find it hard and it's hard to collect and put your thoughts into like a straight line, right? So I would I would really suggest that if you guys have ever been, been in a situation similar to this or are in one or will be in one, uh, which we all will be, take some time to like write down your thoughts. Like point form that shit, right? And then, okay. and then write a letter, write an email or a text. Because you know, when you speak face to face, right? Sometimes that person interjects you, you lose your train of thought and you're like, uh, uh, I, 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 I cannot. Because you know, you'll be I mean, anxious. Ideally, ideally write it down and have a face to face. Yeah, if, mean, you, if you have to. Sometimes, yeah. yeah, because sometimes right, sending a text isn't the, isn't the best thing to do because oh, uh, yeah, of course. you leave a lot of things to interpretation, especially if two people are hurting. You know, you don't know the tone of voice you're talking about. You don't know the manner of how you're expressing the sentence. Uh, if you can, highly recommend it get your thoughts in line first. Yes. So writing it down is yes. always a plus. And then, bring yourself to a safe place to be able to meet each other and talk about it. Yeah. Uh, most of the time, you might not be able to do it because the other person might not want to reach out at all. Mm-hmm. Um, that's only when, la, I feel, la, then you send a text. La, huh? yeah, so, send a letter. Yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's, that's, but I feel, uh, so not just with friends, right? Use this method with your parents as <laughs> well. Because, you know, being in, having that generational gap really really affects your communication. 
especially when you're talking about someone who's older than you and they see you as a child or they see you as a you know, younger person, right? Most of the time, they're just going to kind of like, you, I mean, this, both, this works both ways. You will probably brush off what your parents tell you and you would have preconceived notions of like, yeah, yeah they're just going to shut me down. And the same thing goes for them. They're going to be like, ah, yeah, you know, it's just going to be more excuses. And so that's why I feel like things like writing a letter to your dad or your mom, which sounds dramatic, but believe me, it really works. I've done that for my own parents as well, actually. Yeah. Um, it, it, like, because they cannot argue with text in front of them. They're not going to say, ah, shut up. Or you can't say to them, oh, you're not listening to me. Because everything that you want to say is given to them in that form, right? And they have no choice but to read it. And I feel like sometimes that is, it, it seems outlandish, mm. but it's a really, really good way to, 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 to convey your feelings to somebody who you have difficulty speaking to. It's not something new. A lot of people practice this in, uh, even in alcohol, Alcoholics Anonymous groups. You prepare a statement, you prepare a personal testimony, you share it with a group. Uh, you, they have it in family counselling, especially when uh, some, some family members don't feel safe to talk about stuff in front of other family members. So they write a letter and then there's a counsellor there and they read it in their presence. Uh, and especially, I think this is highly recommended for Asian cultures when speaking up against an elder sometimes maybe could be considered uh, disrespectful, yeah. right? Mm, yeah. So yeah, um, letters are great because the best thing that can happen after you write the letter is you read the letter yourself and then you have that moment of introspection and like, oh crap, what am I talking about? Mm. You know, like crap, am I the Sift one? The yeah, shit, am yeah. I really the one being hurt or am I have I have I hurt someone yeah. that has caused me to be myself in this position? So writing is a great way. Like that's why people recommend journaling for people who are healing. Uh, you know, I don't know whether you heard of these steps, right? Like every day write a bit, you know, even if you don't feel like it. Um, yeah, writing ha- having notes, having any any documentation of your feelings is a great way to physically look at how you're feeling for a while yeah. and, and uh, plan a response. So, um, when you hurt Sean, <laughs> how, do you, how do you deal with I mean, how, how, do you, how do you guys deal with that one? I mean, of course, when he hurts you as well, but we don't want to hear about that. Well, <laughs> taking it outside of just relationship, in yeah. general, mm. like I've gotten to a place where I do feel like, okay, I need, to talk to the person about it, mm. I won't hesitate that much to do it. Like, And it's not like going into that conversation and being right. like, I need to justify myself. It's really meeting in the middle mm. and right. saying your point of view, but being open to understanding what the person has to say as well. But also interesting that you brought up the whole note thing because I actually really agree with that. Like, If not everybody is comfortable with speaking their mind to somebody else, right? Not everybody. Yeah, exactly. It's not comfortable and it's fine. But writing notes really do help. Like growing up, especially being when I was probably like maybe 11 years old and certain things like I argue with my mom, not happy about it. Maybe like I'm the one who said something hurtful or whatever. Mm. And I didn't dare to be like, mom, I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. Like it's just, so I'll wait until she goes to nap. I write Mm. like a, I'm sorry note mm-hmm. or like something else and then I pull it and then I slip it under her door <laughs> and it's more, more usually Aww. most of the time not just my mom but like anyone usually feels better after that you feel like the relationship is strengthened because of that yeah yeah and it helps a lot like I've written letters to somebody as well like oh there's a lot that I'm not feeling right whatever yeah. but I need to get it out first uh, I feel like if I go into the conversation, maybe I'll 
I'll be too heated up or too emotional and the person might be emotional. So yeah, just write, like wrote a letter, sent it to the person. Yeah. And then after that, we had a conversation which felt a lot better. Mm. Yeah. Well, Raj, do you write letters? Um, not as much as I should be. Okay. Because I agree 100% with you guys. Uh, the mind is such a fickle thing, right? Mm. You know, sometimes when we start thinking about a problem, we can just yeah. catapult into something totally different. Mm. Just yesterday, I was thinking about whether I will fall sick or not in my next life. And I started getting stressed <laughs> out and worried about that. You know, like, like it's just like, the that's mind a, is just so an, crazy. That's an insane self-harm. Yeah, I know. It's mad. Like when you're hurting or you're sad or you're upset, you know, really like your that's brain just flies yeah. off. Yeah. You know, that's so insane. putting what? things... Yeah, I know, but, but that's that's how the mind works. Yeah, yeah. Yep. that's how your mind works. Um, that's how my mind works. <laughs> right. I agree. That's right. it's, it's a bit crazy. Right. <laughs> but putting things down, writing down what you are thinking and what you are feeling really helps you have a clear mind mm. on, on, on your thoughts yeah. about, uh, you know, any experience you're going through. Mm-hmm. Um, it really helps us such such a powerful thing and it puts things into perspective mm. as right. well when you write things really down does, so. yeah. that act of yeah. writing stuff down right is something like people call catharsis mm. which is a physical a physical outlet to emotion and it helps because when you do it in a positive manner uh, like writing it down for reflection it helps your whole body physically go through as well an output of emotions that you would not normally have because when you have uh, pented up emotions of hurt, uh, a very normal thing to do is like, I need to do something else. I need to go out. I need to walk around. Mm-hmm. And yeah, some people do find release in grocery shopping or uh, retail therapy. Um, but being able to, to do something like that and, and, and religiously doing it every day if you really need to. I know for some people who get heartbroken, they take like years to heal and they do like journals, books and books of journals mm-hmm. to heal. It's a very healthy way to deal with emotions because you know objectively what you felt at what day and you can see the turning points of what triggers you and what doesn't trigger you so on and so forth. And it's the best exercise to really realize that, hey, you are in control of your own thing. That whole book, all the journals, all the notes you do, there's nothing that the other side is doing for you, but that's all you can do to help. Um, so yeah, that, that's a very... Actually, that's one of a really good way to deal with uh, hurt. It's just... Uh, I think dealing with it objectively uh, on paper because yeah, everything your mind starts to cook up about your past life, next life, this life, yeah. it's really subjective <laughs> at that point, you know, because there's so much things swirling around your head, right? Um, and yeah, uh, that whole dealing process of it, I mean, that is the effort we're talking about mm, that yeah. time helps, not yeah. just let it be and time will yeah. take the wheel, right? Uh, and so, yeah, sorry, sorry to, because something no, just came to my mind. Like speaking about dealing as well, right? I think people always forget that there is so much power in pain. And what I meant, what I mean by this, I'll give you two, two quick stories, right? When I got out of my first relationship, it was like a huge toll on me. It took a really, really big toll, toll mm-hmm. on me. But I used all that anger and that despair. Once I accepted it, I use it to improve myself. I said, right. okay, what do I want to do with my life? I want to start working. I want to learn about digital marketing. And I just Absolutely. channeled that despair into something else that I wanted to do with my life. Yeah. Um, a second example would be with my father. Mm. When he was growing up, he went through so much of pain in terms of his life. Right. He did not have much money. He was staying in a very, very small uh, place, second floor of a shop lot. You know, they were always figuring out how to make ends meet. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but he slowly made his way through to provide for the family, to provide education for all his sisters. He had three sisters. Wow. Um, and you know, like really the 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 pain that he had to go through to provide for the family, he remembers until today. Yeah, yeah. And he does not forget that. And I can see this for a fact is that whenever he sees a child or a family that does not have enough money for education yeah. or do not have enough money to put food on the table, yeah. he helps them without thinking twice. Wow. So that is a kind of pain that you can carry for the rest of your life. Yeah. You remember how much it hurt you, yeah. but you use that as a way to help other people. Wow, yeah. That's true. Mm. I think this is where people think like, oh, why do you go and see a psychologist? They won't tell you what you don't know. No, no, no. This is the process of combing back through every single thing. Uh, and, and really, I think, uh, figuring out that a relationship hurt might not have started with a relationship. It might have started with a family issue. Yeah. Uh, friendship hurt might not have started with a friend. It might have started with mistrust in the public transport when you're a kid. You never know, right? For real, it's, it's yeah, really yeah, crazy, you know? You know, mean, things, yeah. things as simple as being lost in the mall it's, it's when you were four... Dude has like effects on yeah. you about being lost in life you yeah, know some exactly. people oh, can't deal so with it true. right so like, line, this man. kind of hurt like I think we don't want to go too too deep into it but yeah uh, maybe you can share the whole fact that uh, I do believe in there's power in pain I mean, both sides of the fact of the coin, right? I mean, look at all the musicians, uh, all I mean, those yeah, songs, look at, man. Yeah, Taylor Swift oh built God. a career out of it. I mean, yeah. I don't know what you're talking about, right? Freaking um, whining, dude. Yeah, basically, you know they're going to write really good songs when you get to know them personally and they're real messed up. That's mm-hmm. how you know that musician is going to be really good. Yeah. Um, but I would say that, yeah, on, on the same line, uh, no, 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 no shade. Like, we love you guys, uh, all our musicians, friends. Um, it is the, the, the fact that I think right before uh, I met Suyan, I did go through one of the most painful relationships I've ever had. And that just woke me up to the fact that, yo, I got so much shit to clean up. I cannot get married like this. I cannot have a life partner like this. I took a good hard look. Yes, I'm not going to lie. The girl that I dated was freaking messed up. But that was the day I realized that I can't help freaking messed up people. Mm. <laughs> but I can help myself. And why the heck did I choose to date a freaking messed up people? Now, that was messed up. And when you start to realize that you let some of this hurt into your life, that's the game changer, right? I mean, you dated this person. No one made you. Unless it was arranged marriage. No harm on that. But no one Uh, made you make that choice. We'll jump into that on another topic, actually. Okay. uh, But yeah, I think once you realize that, number one, did I let this hurt into my life? Why did I let this hurt into my life? How can I not let this hurt into my life? And then how can I grow from it? That is that is the game changer. Because I think um, the power in that pain was when I actually met Suyen. My first response wasn't, I want to jump into this relationship now. I'm like, I'm pretty messed up. Let me get back to you. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to risk spilling my hurt into your life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that, that was to me like, oh, shucks, am I getting old? Is this called maturity? Because if I was the younger me, I'm like, yo, this girl pop in. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, no... Don't even think like, what? let's on it today, right? Today, um, <laughs> yeah, let's on it today. <laughs> but but crazy. the thing is, I think when you yeah when you are responsible for your hurt, you are responsible to not hurt people as well. And mm. if you are in a situation yeah, yeah. where you're like, no, I need you. You're broken. I'm broken. We fix each other. <laughs> <sighs> Shit me. Sorry, I don't. Uh, broken people do not fix broken people. Damn straight, damn straight. Oh my gosh. You do not broken heart half, broken heart half together become one heart. 
You heard that? You know that stuff on MySpace and that's the era that MySpace? we grew up. Yeah, sorry, Flashbacks. guys. Whoa. Do not Friendster? do not seek healing in a person who is healing. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you, you, you. Sorry, that's that's straight out from blogspot.com. Blogspot.com. <laughs> that was Ming Mingboy89 uh, <laughs> at dot blogspot.com. That does not exist, you're saying. But yeah, I, I think for anyone who's on this journey to heal, the first step always starts with take a good look at what you're hurting from. Uh, many times, many times, you might not realize that you caused this hurt into your life. And, uh, and you might not be able to find an answer because you're always looking to blame someone. Yeah. So you know, uh, yeah. Let's let's just take that broken arm before you let time take its 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 toll on on whatever it is. Push, push everything into a place where it's ready to be healed first. Yeah. So you don't potentially grow two elbows. That's yeah. that's all I'm saying. True. And 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 you cut off your so arm. One again, day. let's break this down to practical steps before we end the podcast let's today. I think there's a lot of things that you guys. That's I hope I poof. hope there's a lot of things for you guys to take away from. Pretty sure from some of y'all are just parking beside the road right now, just, just, just crying. Trying to figure out what the podcast <laughs> is. Um, um, okay, so process the hurt, both sides, whether you're on the receiving end or the giving end. And I think very important here is something that people feel like you know, myself included. I I process a lot of things internally. I don't share with people. But I realize that speaking about it with people, helping mm. to internalize and understand it with someone else actually really, really helps. Don't so suffer in silence. Don't suffer in silence. Mm. Talk to somebody. Uh, if you have any friends that you feel that you can trust uh, and, and share this with, or if not, really go and seek professional help because mm. they are trained to help you sift these things out whether it's mm. self-hurt or whether it's something that you need to let go there are so many ways of dealing with it and, and you should not be doing this alone right Actually, that was a good sign for those of y'all whose immediate response is to withdraw you know that the completion of that move is to talk to people mm. for people like me I'm a freaking firework if I get hurt I want to respond to it right away the actual move that I actually need to do is shut up. Is shut up. Yeah. That's basically the yeah. simple way to like figure out what to do next. So I think maybe just to close off today's table talk, maybe mm. we could just give a one-liner of what you feel is important when it comes to dealing with hurt. Mm. Which side of the table are we starting on? Just have you, Raj. Okay. <laughs> Try your best to understand that everyone is hurting don't take it too personally. Mm. It's not always about you. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, echoing what we just talked about, but basically don't let it simmer. I mean, take your time mm. to heal, to hurt, but also don't suffer in silence. Like try to yeah. share mm. it, speak it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, for me, it's... Um, I think you... Nobody else has the responsibility of moving you out of where you are now, except yourself. You are in charge of your own progression, your own journey. Um, and so that also means that you are in charge of your own hurt and how you get past it. So mm. take what you will with that one. Mm. Mm. Yeah. I think we said tons of everything already today, right? We covered as much as we can on the surface. I'll just chime it off at the end. Like, yo guys, if you guys feel all of this that we talked about, you understand everything, but you still feel that you can't reach out for professional help. Mm. So please, there are tons of counselors, counselors, and psychologist centers. Uh, I'll probably put a few links, you know, when we're sharing this. Uh, reach out to these people. Uh, you don't have to do it alone. And if you feel powerless to do it alone, uh, please, this is a time where 
if you don't want to go to your family, go to these counselors. You know, they are super trained. Uh, they are impartial to your situations and they're not biased. Uh, but if yeah, you're too scared to, to go to a center like this, yeah, just talk to a friend. So, you know, uh, I hope you guys have tried to, I mean, not tried. I hope you guys have taken something away yeah, from this. Yeah, man. It's such a great episode. Uh, Sorry, I just like, so did you check out a great episode? The, <laughs> uh, dealing with hurt is, I think, a very big deal that uh, actually a very big opportunity our generation actually has. Mm. Because our parents had no time to deal with hurt. No, man. You Back think they the grind, can? Dude. They're yeah. like, no, I need to do my nine to five. My kids might be dead by the time I get home, but I got to yeah, do my work. Yeah, you will feel no... Your yeah. kids won't have to feel hurt yeah, they if they did. Time, you know? We mm. actually have the entitlement to feel hurt yeah. and to deal with it. And I think it's our responsibility to set a proper foundation for the next generation. Yeah. Because it's no longer about us. We're getting freaking old. Uh, the kids that are growing up now, they're going to need a whole world of healing looking at what TikTok is doing to them. Oh my but gosh. But basically... Speak about uh, TikTok... Uh, quick okay. news flash. Sorry. TikTok has actually been discovered to be uh, given out information that was from the back end. I some some coders actually found out. Oh, I, I signed up to TikTok knowing that. Oh. Then mm. I deleted my TikTok app. So, <laughs> again, do what you will with that information. Don't hurt yourself. Before we close the podcast, this is this week's uh, song recommendation. Oh. I kind of switched it up as we were talking about the hurt. This one's from Charlie Lim called I Only Tell the Truth. Oh. Oh my goodness, Charlie. But all my words keep pushing you away. Alright, thank you, Charlie Lim. Check that out. It's uh, on Spotify. If you want to listen to that, these guys could not hear me. But Raj was actually on on beat. So good job on that one. Um, guys, I hope you guys took something away from today's table talk. If you want more podcasts, check us out on Spotify. And YouTube. I don't know why you're not watching this on YouTube. The full facial expressions with the close-ups. It's what you want. Sophia's on it, man. Sophia's yeah. on it. Sorry. Uh, follow us on Instagram. And if you want even more content, check out the whole series of shows we've got mm. on the Ming Things Instagram. Um, uh, is there any final words, my friends? Yeah, stay safe. Stay clean. Stay woke, guys. Oh, uh, stay woke. Reach out for help. Don't hurt people. Be a nice person. Be responsible. Literally TLDR. Mm, uh, yeah. Raj, if you guys have any questions or comments, please yeah. put it in the... The self-proclaimed, self-proclaimed comment section That's if right. you're watching it on YouTube. Yeah, uh, share yeah. with us your own personal story and how you guys deal with hurt and what are things that you feel helps when it comes to uh, healing. Mm. So, any final words for your fans? <laughs> All six of them. <laughs> Good job. One of them sitting right here. <laughs> <laughs> ah, give me your signatures. Oh my gosh. Sorry, can I cut that part out? <laughs> <laughs> and any final words? So. Um... <laughs> Don't hurt. <laughs> Be happy. Perfect. Perfect. It's great. Thank you so much for watching and listening, guys. We love you. Uh, wash your bums. See ya.